Hi, you're listening to Coffee and Books Podcast, and if you like today's episode, I'd like you to please leave feedback. I have been asking for feedback on my latest episodes. It's a new feature of the Anchor app that I am currently using to record this podcast. So if you like today's episode, please feel free to share what you like about it. I have a lot to share with everyone today. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about a new type of book series I'm going to be reading called Star Wars The High Republic. Um, It is a series... This is book number one. It's called Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule. Um, I am apologize now if I'm mispronouncing that. His last name is spelled S-O-U-L-E. This book came out in 2021. It was a bestseller. I spotted it when I was working at uh, Barnes & Noble's here in Nashville. Um, I highly recommend this book, but we're going to talk about why. But most importantly, we're going to talk a little bit about the Star Wars universe. So uh, first things first. This is a book about Star Wars, so if you are familiar at all with Star Wars, you'll understand, but if you're not so familiar with it, stick to the original you know, movies and material. This is a big, big leap into sort of a different area. Uh, basically, think of this as a fan fiction. It is a fictional story that was written by authors that is not necessarily uh, source material for movies. This is a book that somebody wrote that is a fantasy book or sci-fi book about the Star Wars universe. It involves none of the characters that were originally involved in the Star Wars universe. It is their own characters. Um, that is what I like about it, but uh, it also makes it very different and difficult to kind of keep up with. If you're not familiar with what the types of aliens are or you're not familiar with the Force, this is not going to be a good starting point for you, and you might want to, like I said, start with the original movies and the original uh, television shows, uh, shows like The Clone Wars, shows like, uh, you know, like I said, the original Star Wars movies, uh, the Disney Plus shows, those types of shows are going to explain the Star Wars universe better than this, but this is also really good because it's in the same universe. So Light of the Jedi takes place thousands of years before, uh, I guess you could say, A New Hope which is the first original Star Wars story that came out by George Lucas back in the day. Uh, This is sort of the old Republic, the idea that the Republic is a fictionalized version of democracy. Um, All these different worlds are working together uh, for peace and happiness. This place is amazing. Um, It is basically a fully functioning place with peace. Everyone is at peace for the most part. And there are thousands, if not uh, tens of thousands of Jedi that exist on all these worlds that are working together for the purpose of peace and helping enforce that. Um, in this story, the Jedi are not just a loosely based, scattered group of people, but are actually a force organized to uh, combat any type of bad things that are going on in the Republic. Uh, excuse me, they're going to fight any bad things that happen in the Republic. Um, this story takes place in the Outer Rim, which is the furthest reaches of space. Um, In particular, we're going to sort of talk loosely a little bit about the plot, and you should know that I am only about three-fourths of the way done with the book. So I'm not fully finished with the book. I will add, of course, more quotes as I go along. But what I uh, want to talk loosely about this plot is that there are basically villains in the story that are um, kind of raiders, and those people, um, they are called the Neely. Um, Again, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but N-I-H-I-L-I. And those sort of loosely group of raiders and aliens are going out into the universe and they are basically attacking enemies in hyperspace. The story starts with basically a refugee ship that is going to an off-distant world with a bunch of people who are starting a new life. The ship is attacked, it's ripped apart, 
um, the uh, pieces of the ship split into pieces that are going through hyperspace. They're going at such high volumes and speeds. It is immediately headed towards a planet, and if the uh, Jedi don't do something about it, it's going to destroy multiple planets and perhaps billions of lives. So, of course, immediately we meet our returning sort of hero that has uh, not been taking place before, but a new sort of Jedi called Avar Chris, a female Jedi who's leading the charge in a Jedi expedition uh, at a nearby planet uh, that's about to uh, come to abuse for the Jedi and the, and the Republic. And she decides that she's going to help stop this emergency. And so we get to see a lot of action and the first sort of fourth of the book is them trying to stop this bad thing from happening. Um, there's a lot of force that's involved. There's a lot of, uh, you know, much, much appreciated effort that's put into how the Jedi touch the force. Uh, there's a lot of effort that's put into describing the lightsabers and the battles. Um, of course, in the first part of the story, like I said, it's primarily them trying to stop this emergency from happening again. And the second part of the story, which is where I'm sort of at now, is involved with them kind of discovering what happened. They're trying to piece together the black box of what happened. They're trying to analyze if any more of these pieces of Starship are going to be floating through space. A lot of these pieces actually have sentient life on them, so they're trying to rescue them before that happens. Um, you know, people don't want those ships to blow up. Um, so it's kind of a, a very important uh, aspect of the story is that you know, there are these people that are just kind of being flung through hyperspace and they might die and you know the Jedi have to do something about that. And now we're going to go talk a little bit about the book quotes. So again, I've been using Book Murray, a wonderful app to basically talk to you guys about books and quotes. I have here uh, six notes I'm going to read to you and we're going to start off by reading some book passages here. So again, I'm not trying to give too many spoilers, but I'd like to give you a heads up about what this book is like. Uh, this is the first quote. The Force is with the galaxy. It is the time of the High Republic, a peaceful union of like-minded worlds where all voices are heard, and governance is achieved through consensus, not of coercion or fear. It is an era of ambition, culture, inclusion of great works. Visionary Chancellor Lena So leads the Republic from the elegant city, the world of Coruscant, located near the bright center of the galactic core. But beyond the core, and in its many peaceful colonies, there is the rim, the inner, the mid, and finally at the border of what is known as the outer rim. These worlds are filled with opportunity for those brave enough to travel the few well-mapped hyperspace lanes leading to them. Though there is danger as well. The outer rim is a haven for anyone seeking to escape the laws of the Republic, and is filled with predators of every type. Chancellor So is pledged to bring the Outer Rim worlds into the embrace of the Republic through ambitious outreach programs, such as the Starlight Beacon. But until it is brought online, order and justice are maintained on the galactic frontier by the Jedi Knights, guardians of peace who have mastered incredible abilities stemming from a mysterious energy field known as the Force. The Jedi work closely with the Republic and have agreed to establish outposts in the Outer Rim to help any who might require aid. A Jedi of the frontier can be the only resource for the people with nowhere else to turn. Through the outposts operate independently and without direct assistance from the great Jedi temple on Coruscant, they act as an effective deterrent to those who would do evil in the dark. Few can stand against the knights of the Jedi Order, but there are always those who will try. And that is sort of like the beginning scrolling part that you would see it in a movie. 
Okay, next quote. That meaning swallowed up. Nothing tall in it could be made small. Not a mountain, not the Republic, looking at Umed's peak, but it continues to get worse. And I am not prone to dire pronouncements, the Chancellor said. Still somehow lose the ability to travel through hyperspace, all of this ends. There will be no more Republic. Her gaze shifted from the mountain to the night sky beyond. Coruscant was a city world, radiating light at all hours, making it impossible to see many stars even in the depths of night. Just a few points of light were visible, shining faintly, separated by great swaths of emptiness, just worlds alone in the dark. This is an important scene because they're talking about how if they do not fix the hyperspace problem where all these loose ships are going, you know, the way that the planets, tra people travel from planets to planets or other parts of the galaxy, if they don't fix it, then there is no point because no one can safely go from one world to the other and it will effectively cut off all communication with all forms of life. Okay, next we have another good inspirational quote. Being a Jedi was not about saving oneself. It was about saving others. A very noble, selfless uh, act here. A good quote. Uh, pretty much sums up the Jedi Order. Uh, next we have, Peace without justice is flawed, hollow at its core. It is peace provided by tyranny. I like this quote. Um, I think this is a good quote because it showcases, again, maybe what the bad guys are thinking. Does a good job of showing that even though that there might be a peace, that it could be still led by somebody who's a tyrant. Um, next, you could not solve the problems individually. It was ridiculous even to try. What you could do, however, was make the various peoples of this high era of the Galactic Republic see one another as people, as brothers and sisters and cousins and friends, or if nothing else, just as colleagues in a shared goal of building a galaxy that welcomed all, hurt all, and did its best to avoid hurting anyone truly tried its best. If you could make that happen, then problems didn't have to be solved. Many would solve themselves because people in the Republic, more than they believed in their own goals, would be open to the magical word, word compromise. Again, fantastic quote. Um, again, talking about the interplanetary relationships of the Republic and how if people could work together, only work together, then they could achieve goals better than on their own. And then, okay, we have our last quote here. There was nothing so big it could not be swallowed up, nothing so strong it could not be humbled, nothing so tall it could not be made small, not a mountain and not the Republic. Again, kind of foreshadowing that, you know, even in this time, the Republic is fragile, and it's very important that we understand that, you know, throughout especially the history of Star Wars universe, we've kind of seen how it goes from the Republic uh, to, of course, you know, eventually being led by, you know, Darth Vader and Emperor Palpatine. Um, and so this is all very important to understand in the Star Wars universe, that everything, even in this era, the Republic is very fragile. Okay, so those are some great book quotes uh, from The Light of the Jedi. Um, there, it is part of a massive series, and now this is where I kind of sum up everything and say, if you like this book, Great, because there's a lot of already other books that have come out by different authors that are all part of the same series. So if you like it, hey, cool, you got other Star Wars books to read. But on the downside, it's not written by the same guy. Um, it is also interwoven with other sources besides books. So there are comic books, there are movies, television shows, and other factors of things that you might need to read. Um, I had to actually Google Reddit and look at what the specific order of how to read this, read these uh, types of source materials. I think I'm going to stick mainly with the books, 
but I just wanted to show that if you are a true and nerdy Star Wars fan like myself, it is possible that you might want to gather up all of the information, all of the books and all the materials so you can understand what's going on in this stuff and so you can keep up with what's going on in the Disney world. Because as Disney keeps expanding its Star Wars universe and adding more shows, we're going to probably see some of these uh, stories come alive in Disney+. Plus. So uh, very important that if you're wanting to kind of get a jump on the future of what might be part of the Star Wars universe, that this is a good sort of prequel to the prequel to the prequel. This is a beginning of the very beginning, you know, when the Republic was in its heyday. Um, and like I said, I really enjoyed this book. What I'm going to give it right now, about three-fourths of the way through, I'm going to give it a four out of five, um, mainly because it's going very quickly. I enjoyed the author's style. Um, like I said, what I counted against it was that every book is written by a different author, that there are, it's hard to visualize what the different types of aliens look like um, if you're not familiar with the Star Wars universe. And uh, see, I definitely enjoyed the plot line, at least from what I've gathered so far. So definitely a lot to look forward to in this book. And if you like it, you can find it at any Barnes Nobles right now or on Amazon. That is where I purchased it. Um, I believe it is in hardback and paperback edition. So if you like today's episode, please let me know. Give me some feedback. I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Again, this is Coffee and Books, and I am your host, Scott. I want to hear from you, and uh, tell me what I should read next, okay? Looking forward to our next adventure, and may the Force be with you.